Hello, I'm Brian Murgatroyd and welcome to the ICC Review and India have done it again. Team India have now won all eight encounters against Pakistan in the men's One Day International Cricket World Cup. They thrashed the men in green by seven wickets in Ahmedabad. Shreyas Iyer looked like his old self again after spending months on the sidelines with a back injury. He smashed an unbeaten 53 off 62 balls to help his side claim a huge victory over their rivals. And we'll hear from him later on in the show, thanks to Spotify. Now, though, I'm pleased to have former Pakistan captain Ramiz Raja alongside me to dissect the match. First of all, the obvious question, I guess, but probably the unanswerable one. How do you explain 155 for two to 191 all out? Well, Brian, if it still amazes you uh, that Pakistan can be like this on a particular day, well, then I'm lost for words, clearly. But, you know, this is... um, this wasn't supposed to be uh, and once you get a 30 or a 40 or a 50 then you need to kick on and i think that is where pakistan weren't very good i think the uh, uh, and you've got to give credit to india i mean they've got fantastic bowling so they've covered all the bases they've they aced it with the ball and um, so they were always in the game i quite enjoyed the way rohit sharma captained india he was so calm when babar azam was going great and 150 odd for two uh, and then he knew exactly what would happen or what could happen because the squeeze was uh, was on when the spinners came on to bowl. Um, and so Rohit did not panic. He maintained that slip fielder throughout the innings almost. He was looking for wickets and that Siraj switch was brilliant. He came in, got rid of Babur and that was the start of a disastrous last part of the innings. But this is, I mean... This should hurt Pakistan because they weren't able to compete. You see, when you're playing against India, obviously it's such an environment where it's 99% Indian fans and crowds here. You're obviously overwhelmed. I understand all that. But then, you know, Barbarazam have led this side for a good four or five years. And, and, and so you've got to rise to the occasion. And if you can't win, then at least compete. Pakistan weren't able to do that even. Yeah, talk to us about that atmosphere, Ramiz. You know, over um, well over a hundred thousand, so roughly around one hundred and thirty thousand mm. people in the venue. Did Pakistan succumb to that atmosphere? Well, if they did, then obviously it's not good because such an environment and atmosphere should bring the best out of you. Because I feel that players and teams look for for such uh, such competition uh, and and such an environment. Um, and so, I mean, the pitch wasn't such a great one. But even then, you know, when you're 150 for the loss of two, obviously the crowds were a little quiet. So it's not that they were overwhelmed by the presence of 100,000 people. Uh, I always felt when I played in India that it was such a strength, uh, really, for you to then uh, move forward uh, and, and, and do something 
positive about the presence of so many people because you want that stage as a cricketer. You want that stage to upstage India. Um, but, um, you know, skill-wise and temperament-wise, Pakistan was just not good enough. Pakistan's collapse began with Baba's dismissal, bowled by Mohammed Siraj, trying to play that little cute shot down to mm. third man. Mm. Should we lay any blame at his feet for, for what followed? Yeah, I think what happens on a pitch like this, you've got to be very careful of inside edges. It's a slow pitch. The ball will not carry onto your bat the way or you'll not be able to strike the ball the way you want to strike it. Uh, and so the, the playing with half blade, obviously... Uh, it's not the ideal thing. And Barbarazam, well, that's his go-to shot as well. He, he, he plays that shot and picks a single through third man. But um, on this pitch, a bad choice indeed. Now, naught from eight for Pakistan, or if you look at it from the other perspective, mm. eight from eight for India in Cricket World Cup meetings, Men's Cricket World Cup. How do you explain that? And, and is that in Pakistan's heads now? Got to be, um, because... Uh, I don't think that they're thinking about it because, you know, since 1992, so many captains have come in and gone, so many teams have come in and gone. It's not that, you know, Babar Azam would be carrying that tag with him when he went out to toss, uh, but it's a reality and Pakistan have got to do something about it. Uh, they can't be termed as chokers against India because that's a, not a great tag to, uh, to have, but uh, somehow it's a mental block, it's skill block as well. Um, and credit to India for maintaining their presence in World Cup competitions against Pakistan. It's not an easy match for India also, uh, because there's the emotions involved, there are expectations involved, um, and then you're supposed to win because it's been happening for so many years that, you know, this, this can get you under a little bit of extra pressure. Uh, but they've handled it so well, uh, and credit to them. Now, Ramiz, talk to me about India's attack. They shared the wickets around. It reminded me a little bit of uh, a shiver of sharks. There's a nice collective noun for you. Yeah. It's as if they were smelling blood in the water and, and then attacking collectively. Is that a fair call? It is. I think they, um, they attack as a pack um, and they've got this ability to pick wickets and they're looking for wickets also and, and driven in that direction by great captaincy. Let's not forget that Rohit Sharma has given them the wings where he sets the field uh, to encourage bowlers to take wickets. And, and, and they have got the skills also. Um, you know, Bumrah at that pace bowls like a medium pacer uh, and sort of medium pacer's length where he pitches the ball in that good length area and he can deliver the slow balls and he can deliver the length, uh, the, the seam up deliveries. Uh, and he's pinpoint accurate. And what a leader of the pack has become. Uh, and, and so then the spinners and then the mystery of uh, Kuldeep and, uh, you know, the left arm accuracy of Jadeja and they feel well, they look extremely sharp in the field and the batting takes over. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, it's a complete package, India. You mentioned Rohit, the captain there. Talk mm. to us about Rohit, the, the batter, because in his last six one-day internationals against India, albeit spread over, over five years, mm. 456 runs. Today, he got 86 off 63 balls, six fours and six sixes. He just strangled any hope that Pakistan had of, of getting back into this match. And it was brutal, really, wasn't it? Absolutely. So when you're chasing a 190 score... And if you allow the other team to get off at seven or eight and over in the first 10 overs, you're done. 
uh, and Rohit Sharma absolutely destroyed any Pakistani plans or chances to make a comeback in this contest with the ball. He absolutely destroyed them. And it, it's not that, you know, he's, he's brutal in a nice way. He, he's, you know, he, he doesn't really muscle the ball, but it's just that at the last minute, he decides to hit a six and then he can pull it off as well. It, it's just aesthetically such great batting. Uh, and, and it's a wonder that he's hit over 300 sixes because if you want to nominate someone as a six-hitter, you probably look at Chris Gale or Shahida Afridi. But Rohit Sharma does it with so much of elegance. Doesn't he just? Now, on commentary, Ramiz, you mentioned mental scarring for Pakistan. I just mm. wonder if you think this defeat and the scale of the defeat, 19.3 overs to spare, going down by seven wickets, do you think it's going to affect them going forward in this tournament or more, or, or more clearly, how do they avoid it affecting them going forward in the tournament? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to hurt them clearly. Um, it's a scarring, uh, it's a pasting, it's a battering and, and they've been sort of outpaced and outplayed in all the three departments. Um, and Barbara Azam and the senior players really will have to rally around some of these young kids and got to find an answer and got to be brutally honest in those team meetings. I, I think that is where Pakistan need to start. On the drawing board, saying that our spin has been struggling. Uh, you know, we, we shouldn't get out after scoring 50 or a 49. Uh, and that what was the tail enders doing? Uh, I mean, trying to get out before playing out 50 overs. And you saw the, how the pitch behaved second time around. The ball was stopping. And so Pakistan would be ruining the fact that they, if they had got to 250, 260, it would have made their life just a little bit easier. It's not that they would have won uh, against India because they've got a powerful batting lineup in India. But at least there would have been a better punch-up. Um, so, I mean, it's game awareness, skill factor, you know, the fast bowlers pitch the ball up thinking it's going to reverse. It's not reversed here in World Cup. These are especially great batting tracks. So, you've got to hit the length. But can you do that six out of six times? No, they can't because they're not a good defensive bowling side. They've always been at the best when they look to attack and pitching the ball up is an attacking option, but there's nothing on the ball. So, what do you do? So, you've got to really reboot readjust, uh, get a specialist spinner in um, and maybe, um, you know, get get your options sorted with the fast bowlers as well. Yes, I guess there'll be a lot of people listening to this podcast and a lot of people who will have watched the match uh, in Ahmedabad will be ruining the fact that Nazim Shah is not uh, in the squad with his, his shoulder injuries, had surgery He's looking more and more an enormous loss to this group of players, isn't he? Yes, Brian, because he's an excellent bowler of batting services. He's a bit like Jaspreet Bumrah. He'll hit the length, he'll get the ball to move also. You know, he's got that ability. Uh, and, and so you need somebody like him to put pressure with the new ball. And then for the likes of Shaina Fridi and uh, Haris Rauf to come and absolutely force their way through. Uh, because he can give, or he could have given Barbarazam a lot of control. Right now, what is missing for Barbarazam is control. Fast bowlers are not giving him any respite. The spinners are being hit for fours and sixes. So, where does he put pressure on the opposition? There's none in this bowling lineup that can bowl well defensively. Uh, and he doesn't have a go to bowler, also. Big problems. When all's said and done, though, it, it's still Pakistan's, it's only their first loss. Uh, it's obviously a yeah. big hit to their net run rate. 
But do you still see them being a, a good option for the top four? They're still there at the moment. Well, you see, uh, there's still a. Uh, I mean, people or teams are not exactly afraid, but they respect what Pakistan can bring to the table on a particular day. Um, so they're not out of it. Uh, and so, I mean, during the 92 World Cup, I just m- mentioned in the commentary stint as well, you know, we were absolutely mauled in the first four or five matches and nobody was giving us hope in, in hell whether, you know, we'll, we'll move or get forward uh, in the World Cup. But somehow we ended up uh, playing the semis and then somebody had to lose for us to play that semi. But then we won the World Cup as well. So there's always this outside chance with Pakistan and they've got to believe in that uh, in that miracle. Uh, so if they beat Australia, for example, and, and catch Australia when they're a little down and out, I think that'll be a massive lift for them. Uh, and so, so the next game in Bengaluru becomes that much more important for Pakistan. Come on then, Ramiz, uh, just as the final call, give us your, your top four. India, I guess, uh, are yeah. absolute bankers. Who else? There's uh, New Zealand, England, South Africa are flying, Pakistan, of course, Australia are not from two. Um, what are your thoughts? I know it's still relatively early days in this all-play-all uh, format, but what do you think about a top four for us? So India, definitely. Then um, I like New Zealand and South Africa. Uh, and so the fourth option is still open as far as I'm concerned. If Pakistan make a move and pick up the game and peak well in, in time, I think they could be the fourth team. But for that to happen, they'll have to play out of their skins, really. Somebody will have to lead the charge with the ball and Barbar Azam needs to get a big hundred. Uh, Rizwan has done that in that Sri Lankan run chase. I thought that was a great reference point for Pakistan before meeting India here yeah, because that was such a crucial win for them. Uh, so something uh, on those lines to happen. Uh, and so that probably it's still an outside chance for Pakistan to be that fourth team. The delightful Ramiz Raja is part of the ICC's One Day International Men's Cricket World Cup. Download the app and never miss a ball. OK, well, we know how important Team India's batting is in this Cricket World Cup and we caught up exclusively with Shreyas Iyer just before the tournament got underway thanks to Spotify. India's leading run scorer last year will be hoping to rediscover his 2022 form after successfully recovering from back surgery. And the 28-year-old reveals what life was like on the sidelines. Well, uh, it was definitely a roller coaster ride. I had to go through hard patches in between, but I was always optimistic in my mind that I would be coming back strong. And I was consistent in my routines and doing it rigorously. So I wasn't in a frame of mind where uh, I wasn't in a frame of mind where I was complaining about small stuff. I was stoic and uh, definitely looking forward to come back to the Indian team and perform at the best po- best level possible. You were the highest run scorer for India in ODIs last year. How excited are you to get back in the groove after a long injury break? I'm elated to be back and join the group. The start wasn't that great. I got spasm when I was playing in Colombo, but fortunately I'm in a great space right now and uh, I've got runs behind me. So this is what I'm carrying forward and uh, first ICC World Cup. Truly excited to be part of the team and I'm looking forward to create wonders in this tournament. 
AB De Villiers recently said that he loves watching you bat and also compare your style to Shubman Gill. How do you stay cool and composed in the middle? Well, obviously that coming from AB De Villiers is something out of this world for me because I've been looking up to him while growing up uh, as a cricketer. So, yeah, thanks to him for giving me such a great compliment and uh, I try to be cool and composed in between because personally within I feel that when I'm relaxed the best comes out of me and uh, that's how, that's how I keep my process processes right. And I feel personally as an athlete you have to be in that space where you tell yourself that no matter whatever happens outside you got to shut your ears and uh, just follow your routines right and keep your processes calm. You were there at the World Cup final. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about it and what the atmosphere was like and like what you felt? At the start we were just going with the flow. Uh, I was super excited to be at the stadium. Extremely fortunate to get the ticket at that point of time and uh, lucky, lucky as well. But once the match progressed, we were in this position where we had lost two consecutive wickets and then after that it was pin drop silence at the stadium. Then once there was a partnership and eventually Dhoni finished off the game. No, sorry, before that, in between we started singing One Day Mataram and literally because of that I literally got goosebumps and I had said that one day I'll also be in this position and I want to feel such atmosphere around me which was electrifying. So that was one hell of an experience and it's always close to my heart. That's all for now. Remember to follow the ICC Review on Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts and you can find us on social media with the handle at ICC.